Welcome to Look Behind the Look, the celebrated podcast that explores your favorite looks in film, television, and fashion history. Through conversations with the fashion world's elite and award-winning hair, makeup, and costume designers on sets around the world, you will see and hear exciting tales from behind the scenes, career origin stories, and tons of advice and tips. I'm your host, Tiffany Bartok. Hey everybody, welcome to Look Behind the Look and welcome also to award season. Yes, it is happening and I have a lot of amazing interviews coming actually in the next few weeks because I have had the opportunity to talk to a lot of the Oscar hopefuls and I'm so excited to share the interviews with you. I'm especially excited to share with you this interview about Priscilla. The hair department head Cleona Fury spent some time talking about the film with me and her impeccable work on it. Um, I look forward to also scheduling an interview with Joanne McNeil. I've had both of these women on the show before for their amazing work in Nightmare Alley. So if you want to go back and check out that episode, their work was phenomenal in that film. And so I was really excited when I saw Cleona beginning to share some pictures and peeks of what she was working on when it came to Priscilla. The movie's aesthetic is absolutely flawless. The detail that goes into the hair, makeup, costumes is impeccable. And the performances are extraordinary. Kaylee Spaney and Jacob Elordi are really, really um, nuanced, beautiful, complicated performances. And I highly recommend checking them out. As an Elvis fan, I was very nervous to see the film. Um, you know, I, I had read the book, of course, Elvis and Me, back when I was maybe in college, I mean, a long time ago. God, I, I don't even want to admit to when, long before the movie came out, of course. And so I proceeded with caution, but but I do have to say that Jacob's performance is so beautiful and everything was actually treated in a very sensitive way. So I'd see the movie and decide for yourself and really just take some time to let the movie wash over you. It's a meditation on becoming who you are through the eyes of someone else and also seeing how that fits into who you want to be. So I highly recommend seeing this beautiful film and enjoying the work of Cleona Fury, my guest, who is the hair department head of this beautiful film. Hi, what's your name? Priscilla Boyer. You like Elvis Presley? Of course, who doesn't? One of the kids listening to these days. Bobby, Darren, Fabian, and you. <laughs> Just what is the intent here, Mr. Presley? You got women throwing themselves at you. Why my daughter? Well, sir, I happen to be very fond of your daughter. She's much more mature than her age. 21! Yeah. 22. That's 22. 22. You don't have to worry about it. Black hair and more eye makeup. I don't know if I like it. What do you mean you don't know if you like it? He's not like you imagine. You know, there's a lot of rumors about you. Was there something you're hiding? I don't have a goddamn thing to hide. Oh, I need a woman who understands that things like this might happen. Are you gonna be here or not?
for my own. Hi, Cleona. Thank you so much for joining me to talk about Priscilla today. I, um, I was, we were just talking, of course, and I was saying that um, I got to see the film uh, last Friday, I think it was, or sometime this week. And uh, all the days are just running together, as I'm sure they are for you. And and you're going to get to see the screening in Toronto, right, this weekend with um, Sophia tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay, all right. Oh, it's so exciting. It, will this be the first time you're seeing it on the big screen like this? Yes. Okay, amazing, amazing. I, I'm wondering when you... When you see your work for the first time, is there anything that you look for? Are you nervous about any scenes that you'll be seeing? Or are you excited to see a certain thing blown up like that? I'm excited to see the story all put together. And I I try to just enjoy the movie and not be a hair person. Although can you do, can you do that? <laughs> I, I, on a 50-foot screen, you can't help but check that everything's okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I can assure you from my standpoint that everything was perfect. Um, you worked with Joanna McNeil on this, um, who is your frequent collaborator, right? Last time I spoke with you, it was Joanne and you for Nightmare Alley, yeah. which was brilliant. And you work often together. So um, I was wondering how you guys came to this project. Was it one of you that first heard of it? Or have you worked with Sophia before? I couldn't remember. We hadn't, neither of us had worked with I thought Sophia so. before. It was our first time. Okay. Um, I may have been pulled on first. I don't quite remember, but uh, Stacy, the costume designer, pulled us on board. Yeah. I mean, those costumes were incredible. Mm -hmm. And so, so you, you came through the costume designer. So there was already, I saw that you work with a color palette usually, right? Um, when it's Sophia's films. And did that play any part into your work as a hair designer? Or were you just like, I mean, when, you, when you're picking a black, let's say, is there something that you look for to match a color palette at all? Well, I, the black, the black colors that I, I chose were just from my knowledge of working in film and, I find that dark colors read darker always. They transfer darker mm. when you onto film. So um, I did use black for her one wig where we reveal her in the black hair per Elvis's request. Um, but the second wig, which I used for the wedding and, and the post-birth, the later 60s glam bouffant looks, that was more of an off black. And I actually colored it with... Um, some chestnut flecks into it oh. but it did it did read black but it will have some subtle warmth to it maybe right 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 right. things I'll look for when I watch the movie yes 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 yeah I mean I I remember the days of dyeing my hair black constantly and to yeah. the complete horror of my mother and I know there's many different oh, kinds I've done it too. Oh but in God. terms of um collaborating with Stacy and Joanne, the three of us were in constant check. We were in many meetings together and Joe and I would walk over to the costumes shop and say, what are you putting her in tomorrow? What is this look? And I would go by the costumes and decide, oh, I'll try this half up down thing for the roller rink. When mm. I, once I would see the costume that Stacy had designed. And, and what, like, what, 
part did Priscilla play in any of this, if any at all? I didn't get to speak to her or meet okay. her, but Kaylee did. Yeah, she was um she was gracious enough to sit down with me. Um, we met a couple of times and then had numerous phone calls before I started the project. But you know, growing up an Elvis fan, um, you know, I was I was born in Tennessee and raised in Southern Missouri. Oh, then right. like a diff, a, such Done. a yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I had this image of them in my head growing up, but but to meet her in person and to, to hear you know, the story. Yeah, yeah, to hear the stories, her eyes would light. Yeah. back up again like she was right there in those moments and oh. just to just to hear like their inside jokes and those memories I remember she was telling me how they used to used to rent out the movie theater in Memphis and they'd go in there and he'd yeah. handpick mo his favorite movies he loved Peter Sellers movies and they'd <laughs> they'd they'd be there from 3 a.m. on you know just these wow. special little nuggets of gold that yeah. sort of helped me put this massive puzzle puzzle together, you know, I'm playing this role. And um, Sophia was in constant dialogue with her. Um, so it might be better that I didn't because I probably would be intimidated. Of course, of course. You're like, yeah. do, you do you remember? Do you remember this day? Does this look just like? <laughs> yeah. And you have plenty yeah. of pictures to use as inspiration, of course. Um, was there, uh, let's talk about the, the evolution of Priscilla. Um, that's pretty much what this whole movie is about on one level is the growing up of this woman. Um, as I said, I'm a huge Elvis fan. I've always known the story. Um, this is from her point of view. It's based on the book Elvis and me, which everyone sh should read. Um, I think she probably re-released it to go with the movie, but I don't know. I remember I had to get my copy on eBay, <laughs> um, back a couple of years ago. Um, but it's very much from her point of view and, you know, a lot of people misunderstand that, that they think that he married her when she was 14. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> they met when she was 14. And as we all know, we're all discovering who we want to be and what we want to do visually with our, our faces and hair and, and clothing to sort of morph into who we are. And you did an amazing job of really showing who she was in the beginning. And so it really was, it was really cool to see her sort of evolving into what Elvis wanted her to be. How did you work with that whole concept of like what she wanted to be versus what Elvis wanted her to be? Um, <clears throat> I tried to, I had to respect the historical moments in sure. the script. So I read the script and I knew there were some iconic moments that have been photographed heavily by the press, mm -hmm. i.e. the wave goodbye in Germany, um, um, the the wedding, the post-birth, uh, the graduation. I, I had, I knew I had to respect accuracy with those moments, but the majority of the film was the private moments between mm. Elvis and Priscilla that were not photographed. So I tried to find a balance of not imitating Priscilla, not making a caricature of her. So I wanted to take some creative license, but also respecting history. So I had to figure out with a 30 day shoot. <laughs> yeah. My um, God. How few, I knew I had to use all wigs. There was no way okay. to do it with her own hair. 
I needed to, I wanted to show different colors and lengths and an evolution. So as her little life journey arc, her hair did as well. And Sophia in a meeting asked um, Joanne and I to show time passage with the hair and the makeup and the costume. So there was a little bit of storytelling yes. uh, on to my job and Joanne's and Stacy's. So I, uh, came up with five wigs that I felt okay. I could accomplish all those looks and plastered my hair trailer with historical pictures of Priscilla and knowing the period from doing so many period films and uh, just picking moments where I might not have um, known what Priscilla looked like in that moment, but I tried to imagine her taste and, and maybe she didn't wear her hair like that, but maybe she might've liked to. Right, so right. The yeah. ponytail was, I just the side, the and side I, ponytail, the side, the side ponytail, and the 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 high ponytail she has in Love. the restaurant there. Um, that was because I felt Kaylee looked really young in that, and we wanted to show her youth in in those scenes, and then very natural color. Um, yes. didn't quite do that wig the same as Priscilla's hair was at the time. I believe her hair was quite dark, um, in that period. And it's hard to tell because all the photos are black and white. I know. Right. Yeah. Yes. I was wondering about that for you. <laughs> yeah. So I just took a little license there and went with a natural color that worked for Kaylee and that was believable. And her hair then gets, um, richer in color and longer and bigger yes <laughs> as time goes on we see her go into the black wig in the salon there when we reveal uh when Elvis says I, I want you to color your hair black Sophia picked that moment mm -hmm. she we had meetings with Sophia and she picked the moments for historical accuracy where she wanted to establish certain looks and um and then her hair tames and gets longer and then back to natural again when she leaves him. So I chose a similar color for the seven, 1972 wig as she was in in the 1959 wig. I want that 1972 wig. I have to have it. That hair is everything because that I was really excited for that because that's my favorite Priscilla is the, yeah. the family portrait Priscilla. And there's a, yeah. there's one picture where she's in a car and she's like waving and it's that same era. And you did such a yeah. great job with that. I did not know that was a wig and I didn't know um, Germany was a wig because the movement yeah. in the front with the bangs was so excellent. It was, it was great. Yeah. It was Stacey great. Butterworth does all my wig work. Um, as well as Jacqueline that works with me. Stacy did these wigs for me. They were actually stock wigs of mine and we we didn't have a lot of time. Um, oh no. And I needed so many wigs for Kaylee, but uh, Stacy completely revamped them all, put new tops and fronts on the wigs. And then I colored them and I put a lot of time into the different colors. I wanted it to, to show a subtle evolution and um, back to the natural color. Oh. That one you mentioned, uh, the long one. I must have 1972. Uh, the 1972 was actually that mid brown with highlights, right? Okay, parted okay. at the yes. end. And the, the 1969 wig was the one you mentioned. Yes. I think I spent three days coloring that wig. Really? And well, I wanted a plum tone in it. Okay. Because That's I just interesting. 
if you look at the family portrait picture, and it can be the way the light hits the hair, but she had a little bit of a plum tone in there. Wow, that's so interesting. At times, it's very subtle, but mm -hmm. sometimes oh, I... it looks almost black, and then in certain lights, she she might have colored it a few times within a year, let's say, but right, I right, one, right. So <laughs> <laughs> I can make it work. Oh my goodness. So then what is your process with something that takes three days? Do you put it on Kaylee? Do you try it out? Do you have that luxury at all? Or do you just, yeah. okay. Nice. They, they were really, the production people and the producers were fantastic, fantastic. And they knew that it was a big undertaking and they were very helpful. So they, they were really wise. They brought Kaylee and Jacob quite early. So we did have them for at least a couple of weeks. Okay. More. Oh, that's wonderful. Kaylee okay. was coming into my trailer every day. Oh, I've got this wig ready. Let's try this. And we, I like to try looks first on my own without mm. having to show anyone. And we would figure it out and then present it, take photos. And, or course. Sophia would come in the trailer and have a look. Yeah. Oh my God, this sounds so amazing. I want to be a fly on the wall in that trailer. Oh. <laughs> now, speaking of that, I one of the pictures I saw, um, your inspiration was the, I think it was the bridal, the bridal hair that was so complicated in the back. And is that the one? Is it an updo or down? Mm -hmm. But it's, well. Oh, is it the um, graduation? Yes. Hair? Yeah. Yes. How do you, how did you structure that? Because how could you find it in all the different angles? I, I, I can't even imagine how you structured this and, and maintained it all that um, time. A lot of back teasing and back. That's, what, that's all it is. Set. But no, I added a, um, a hair topper piece. Okay. okay. Like half a wig. Oh my God. Oh, so I colored that the same as the wig and added it and then, you know, had it underneath and and tease the hair over top of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. And so how many hours were you doing this? And do you and Joanne work together at the same time? Uh, we had, because of COVID, we had separate trailers. That's right. That's right. Um, it doesn't take hours, actually. Okay. And believe it or not, I did have time to, in prep, to find the looks and, and get my mojo on, if you will. But when we were filming there was not a lot of time and we weren't filming in sequence. So she was in a lot of wigs per day. A lot yeah. of, and I, I wanted think, to talk um, to you about that. Kaylee said in an interview, I'd be pregnant in the morning and 14 years old in the afternoon. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> That's oh my. true. Yeah. So oh my. a lot of the um, style changes within each wig were done on the fly with the, in a few minutes, just wow. as quick as possible. But it looked so polished, so polished. And it was so Lovely. believable, so believable. Oh, I, great. I never, ever, ever felt like it was not her. You know what I mean? I, oh, I really never felt like that. And I mean, I am very, when I see people play Elvis, I love Elvis so much. I can never fully surrender to it. I did with Austin. I really did with Jacob. I thought he yeah. was just amazing. It was. I thought he was too. I thought the voice. Oh my God. Voice. Yeah. And it was, you know, Elvis is a complicated person as we know, and there's so many different Elvises and he really got this one, you know, and mm -hmm. this side mm -hmm. of him and, you know, it was, it was so subtle and 
he allowed it to be Priscilla's story. And it was, he was so generous, I thought, as an actor. And did you do anything, keep anything in mind with his hair at all? Well, he's in wigs. Yeah, the whole time? Yes, integrated with his hair. So uh, um, for the army look in Germany, uh, we had a brown piece on him with his own hair at the back, all clean cut. And then um, we transitioned to a black piece. I I changed both the actors' hairlines to resemble the characters a little more. Um, Elvis and Priscilla both have very dense round hairlines very low hairlines so that was uh helpful to change the hairlines on the wigs more down yeah that I never think about that going that direction I only ever think about going the other way with yeah pulling it back wow his hairline I think was about half an inch or more forward than her own wow wow with Jacob we did that too and um and then we had a back piece for him for the 70s for the longer look and going along with Joanne's sideburns getting bigger yeah. and bigger for him yeah. <laughs> so he yeah, had but three pieces yeah they were so realistic though they I mean some people of course you can just go one inch too far and you've you've really done it yeah. um now did you get to you shot in Graceland right did you no they the production designer recreated it <laughs> Are you kidding? Fantastic sets. And they recreated, we used it. um, We used another house where they, they changed the front. They did like a faux front. I don't want to speak for them. Okay. But um, I I hope I'm saying it right. But I noticed they, they built columns and made it look like Graceland and then built these beautiful sets. Oh, wow. It was such a character more so than I've seen other times. I thought they did a great job with it amazing and that's Tamara Deverell that did Nightmare Alley as well okay you guys got the band together that's for yes. sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. what were some of the times when you were tested I know one time the power went out in the trailer yeah. <laughs> what that was that day like how did that go it all days were a little crazy time-wise but we were all happy we all had a good yeah. time um the vibe on set was always really nice with Sophia she really leads with a nice um, energy, like a really relaxed tone. So I felt really free creatively. And, um, but, you know, we did have to get so many scenes in in a day before it would get dark. And it was go, go, go. It was, it was crazy. Well, especially for the house, right? Because it was all so lit. Mm -hmm. So many windows is gorgeous with the lights spilling in now that I think about it. A lot of the scenes were daylight dependent, right. daylight needed. And, and Philippe Lassard, the cinematographer, his lighting is so beautiful. But oh. he, he uses a lot of natural light. Okay. And filters it with beautiful um, draperies and things. I, I loved the light that mm. he, that Priscilla was in and Elvis. Um, but time-wise, it was a real challenge just hit the ground running and go all day and sure Haley Joanne and I were together all the time because the crew would eat lunch and we would be changing her right oh my goodness that way but were the days long no as a because you had to stop pretty much when the 
when the sun went down. No? Yeah, we had some long days. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I think for okay. us, it was long because we I had three hour pre calls sometimes. Okay. To get sure. the wig ready before sure. Kaylee comes in, and then Kaylee comes in and she's got makeup and she might have body makeup and, and um, wigs. Sure, sure. And costumes. So, and so would you ever do more than like, would you? I, I read somewhere that you did five time jumps in a in a day sometimes is that true? one day i'm i'm pretty positive we had her in five wigs i remember oh my that god some days she'd be in the same wig but variations of it like adding pieces and taking them out for different to just get multiple years out of the one wig um but a lot of days she was in at least two or three four looks if it wasn't that her wig changed her makeup would change or at least her costume. And same with Elvis. If he wasn't changing his wig, his facial hair was being changed or okay. something. Okay. Okay. And then, wait, but I forgot, I got sidetracked before I asked you about the day the power went out. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. We were in the trailer and power went out. And I have one of those little lamps that you, it's um battery operated and you touch the top and it goes on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it at my station for a nice little glow if I'm writing or something yeah I saw that in the picture yeah yeah and um the power went out and I just put it on and Kaylee held it I couldn't stop gluing because once you start gluing a lace you kind of can't stop right right it can shift and and we just didn't have time and I kept going and oh my <laughs> I god can't believe her wig looked okay that day it was like candlelight but you know technology <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. great you persevered I did. And and Kaylee was a really good sport. And so was Jacob. I don't think we would um, have done so well if not for those two. Mm. Um, No, we had such an amazing hair, makeup and costume department. And they 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 did a fantastic job and really were like the anchor anchor for me Mm -hmm. into getting into character, especially because we we filmed this in 30 days. We filmed it out of order. So it, it was the key piece and yeah. making sure I knew where I was. And I played her from a range of 14 to 28. Yes. Yeah. So I needed something to sort of hold on to. And it was really dependent on like, what wig do right. I have yeah. on my head? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. I told Alyssa, what about the clothes? What about the clothes? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to tip over at points. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like another yes. head. Mm. They were really, they really just surrendered themselves to us. They really trusted us. They were really professional and, um, I mean, it was hard, difficult for them, especially too, because they had to focus on some intense scenes and yet so much of their day was about their look. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I often, I admire how they're able to focus. That's and, interesting. You know, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but they trusted you to be able to, they were like, that's taken care of. Now I can concentrate on acting and really I getting think, into this. Scene. I think so. But I have to admit, you know, there were set photographers on set mm-hmm. and Sophia is a photographer and we all oh, right. have our iPhones taking continuity photos. Mm-hmm. Kaylee would walk to set and all you'd hear is wow photos 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 because people would get very excited about which was nice but at one point I realized I'm gonna pull that back a little bit because she's here to act and um she handled herself very gracefully but she was photographed more than I've ever seen an actor photographed on set 
<laughs> wow. I mean, and, I wonder yeah. if that informed her performance at all. You know, Maybe. I don't know. I didn't ask her. Fascinating. Wow. Because mm-hmm. this this performance is extraordinary. She's, I mean, she received the accolades in Venice. No. And I mean, the it's buzzed about the, I don't want to jinx anything about a certain gold man. Mm-hmm. And for you too, you know, for you oh, and Joanne, gosh. again, you know, again, with with these um, accolades. And, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because you've been through it once before with Nightmare Alley of sort of, you know, hearing about your work being honored with an Oscar and how does that, how does that affect you? And do you ever think about it while you're in the process of creating these looks? Like this is going to be. No. Yeah. No. Once I take on a project like that or like nightmare alley, I just engross myself and I'm already in it and I just dive in and I, I don't allow myself time to think about those things because I'm trying to figure it all out and I'm passionate about it. Um, It doesn't hit me until afterward, like now being interviewed by you or seeing things that get written. It's really, really nice. And it's, doesn't everybody like a pat on the back? Yes. But I think if I just start, um, identifying with that I think my work will suffer uh-huh mm-hmm. so um although it's really nice I I am actually not thinking about that I'm just trying really hard <laughs> While I'm working I'm focused and I'm trying really hard and I'm one of those people that really doesn't like anything that I do at first and um mm. I still will criticize my work when I a little bit when I watch the I know I will. <laughs> well, you know, that's a sign of truly caring. And, and, you know, I, I, I hope you see that it's brilliant, you know, when it's all oh, finished, but wow. it's, it's, it's really extraordinary because, you know, as you know, I've seen a million Priscilla's and they, they, they really have a hard time getting it, you know? And so it has to do with the internal life of it a little bit. And then it, it's sort of like all seeming natural and cohesive, I think. And the look mm-hmm. matching the performance, which really happened here, you know, that's yeah, rare, I, rare. I think too, with, with that kind of hair, I mean, Priscilla's a hair icon. So, it's yeah. always, and I, I was careful that I wanted Kaylee to wear the hair, not the hair wear Kaylee. Yeah. Mm. So there was a little bit of a balance. It was a, a little I was careful with that. I I feel like sometimes people do it really well, but it doesn't work on that actor's face. Exactly. You mentioned sometimes people miss it, but I think the hair always looks good, but did it work for that actor is the question. Sometimes with biopics. Yeah. That's really complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Like with um, Kaylee's graduation look, that is an iconic moment, but I did take a little license. I didn't go as big as Priscilla's hair was. Mm. Priscilla's hair was like really big, really high in, in the photos. If you Google it and look them up and I tamed Kaylee's a little bit and it was a little bit of a different shape, but I felt it worked for Kaylee. And then on set, Sophia loved it, but she said, do you think it's too, too high? Mm. I said, well, I wonder too, but it's not as high as, it really was it on really the was. 
Wow. So we took that into consideration quite a lot. How did normal girls, like just everyday girls, do those beehives? <laughs> she would have she would have went to a salon for that. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Priscilla yeah, yeah, yeah. in her life would have visited a salon probably once a week to have oh, her hair mm. set and you know teased and it would last so long and that's why in some points in the movie I have the hair a little bit tamer just a little bit yeah when she's she at didn't home. make it there yeah. yeah oh that's interesting I also noticed in high school that it was really I just felt like it wasn't I, I felt like it was the high school version of her you know it really Good. was convincing yeah. you know what I mean it might there was sometimes it was like a little bit in the front of her face or something like yeah. this that was just like oh that's totally believable I called that her baby glam phase oh. I had nicknames for all her oh yeah what, what were the <laughs> nicknames do you remember of course the first did. one is uh we we all had the nicknames we called it they were on the call sheet <laughs> we called it young Germany okay in Germany uh, the next stage is baby glam. And then we go into Memphis glam, mm. which is the wedding and that major glam uh, to, I think we called it the family portrait look, the next look, and then the seventies look. Oh my God. And, and the seventies look, now we're talking about the highlights and stuff. They were framing her yeah. face a little bit. Those were beautiful. That's, yeah, I, just, I love that. Now the, the family portrait, what was that shoot like that day? I'm just curious. Was it, it seemed, I, that was my favorite scene. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know really what I saw, but I felt like it was so telling. And so it was just so interesting to me. And what, what I was going to ask you what Sophia, what was trying to be portrayed in that scene do you think I don't know that I could answer that but I'll be mm -hmm. very honest that was done so quickly I it was just there were so many montages we were filming like we'd be doing a scene and then we'd pull Kaylee and Jacob off to the side to do you know set photographs or something and I do remember being in the room and obsessing over her hair yeah <laughs> and how I had it placed because it's one of those iconic moments yeah um, it was quite casual and quite relaxed on set, but fast going. Well, that might, might yeah. be why it felt, it felt the most real to me. It really felt like, oh, let's just do this. And like, sort of like the family beginning to fall apart. And yeah. I, it's just, I just really, I, I don't know. There was something like almost like a documentary in that, in that scene mm -hmm. that really got captured. Um, was it ever in your mind, um, like when you're thinking about I know you're you're not thinking of like, I hope so and so likes this, or you know, I want to do well for Sophia. I want to do well. Did did you ever think like of Sophia as the sign up or Priscilla? Did you ever think about that day that Priscilla would see the movie, or did you not let that into your mind because it would be just too much? I I didn't let that into yeah. my mind because it would be too Smart. much. Um, she's still here. So it most biopic type films, people do the person is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, the pressure the film and I pray she's pleased. Um, I hope I did her justice. My uh, who I wanted to please was Sophia. And I, f I felt like I was hitting the mark for her. She seemed happy with everything she was seeing. And she was, um, after the first few days, especially, she was quite trusting. She just 
there was nobody telling me what to do or suggesting any looks or styles to me at all. Um, so I was quite free that way. And um, Sophia seemed to like everything. We got the odd note. She is specific. Mm -hmm. And I screwed up a couple of times as we all do. I had the wrong wig on one day. I think it was the day we filmed the, um, the post birth with uh, okay. Lisa Marie when her hair is huge. I sent her out with that big hair for the scene walking into the hospital. Oh. And I guess it was a point that we hadn't discussed in meetings. And Sophia came right up to me and said, no, 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 it can't be that big. She gets it done in the salon at the hospital before she walks out with the baby in public. So that's where you do the big, huge look. So I details. had to take her back to the trailer and change her wig. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I can yeah. see how the, I can see. I mean, this seems like something yeah. that that moment when you go blind and you're just like, yeah. it's big. Yeah. Let's put it on. Yeah. So, yeah, she's she is picky and she knows what she wants for sure. Fantastic. Um, so I don't mean to imply that she was not, you know, interested in, oh, in, yeah. in the no, looks no. we were doing. She was really into it, very much involved. No, it sounds like she trusted yeah. you guys implicitly and that that so. support was really there. And I'm certain that Priscilla is happy about it. She's been promoting it and it's just like, I hope so. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I think yeah. you'd know, I think you'd get a letter by post and by snail mail. Oh, right? God. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's um very, 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 very well received by everybody involved. Oh, right? I'm so happy about that. And, and I'm glad she likes Priscilla likes the film. I've yeah. seen her say nice things about it and um I I um couldn't believe that when Kaylee won her award at the Golden Lion at Venice she actually named Stacy and Joanne and I in her speech thanked us that's anyone do that for me yeah wow nice were you shocked at 25 26 years old she gets her first moment in the sun and she's actually naming our names <laughs> thanking oh, us that's really nice that's really beautiful mm -hmm. oh that's 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 all you need <laughs> yeah I mean I'm I'm thrilled I can't wait to see it I have not seen it yet um I'm I was happy with everything I did whatever I did was on my terms I have to say so uh if people don't like it then they don't they don't like it, but um, I'm excited to see it tomorrow. And I'm, I'm really proud of Kaylee that she's getting the accolades that the movie is. And, and I'm happy that a lot of people are noticing um, Jacob's work. Oh, so good. I think he nailed it personally. I and agree. What's nice is the, the Elvis movie with Austin Butler, mm -hmm. he was phenomenal. And that film yeah. was phenomenal. And it was a completely different film. Absolutely. More Absolutely. about him and his road life and his performances and this was so different and this was really Jacob trying to I think show the human side of all yes. this mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A, flawed, no, it's, a flawed human being it yeah mm -hmm. very flawed and complicated yeah. and I mean I I know about all these levels of of Elvis but just from being completely obsessed so not everybody is <laughs> and yeah. they'll be seeing you know they'll be educated about like this icon that was, you know, really uh, he, and this, this woman who he, 
people will finally understand what that was, you know, mm-hmm. because there was a lot of love there. It was just complicated. Absolutely. And and I don't think anyone means to imply that it was toxic or that no. I, I, I don't see it like that. I, I see it as a representation of a normal, re- loving relationship. I do too. Everybody has that. And yeah. And what I love about Priscilla is I think any female can relate to her at some point. Yeah. Like as much Absolutely. as she's this huge icon, she's also a girl next door. Oh, yeah. In, oh, in yeah. that relationship, in that environment. And and I often think, how would I have felt or how? Sure. I've dated I, guys where I felt like I had to be something I wasn't. And 100%. Yeah. All of a sudden you find that you're like, I was like skiing. What? I, I do not. Yeah. I, my dad was like, what are you doing with those skis? Yeah, I got into <laughs> golf. <laughs> golf is great, but it's not my thing. Oh. Oh my God. Trying to put that square hole in a square shape in a hole. Yeah. Well, everyone will be seeing this movie this weekend and it's going to, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be well-received of course. And it's so beautiful. I I absolutely loved it. And congratulations to you. Thank you so much for talking to me. Look Behind the Look is a Vinyl Foot production written by me, your host, Tiffany Bartok, produced by Jace Bartok, edited by Evan Rivard. If you're interested in learning more, find our video version on the YouTube channel, Look Behind the Look podcast. There you can see rare photos and clips from our guests. And please follow us on Twitter at Look Behind Pod and Instagram at Look Behind the Look. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends and spread the word. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice. Thanks for listening to Look Behind the Look.